All right, welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. I'm Cole. Oh, hey, and I'm Jimmy. We slum it hard to Pacific Northwest. I sounded so surprised. Well, I didn't know if it was like this was the thing I was going to do, but look at that. I said <laughs> it. That's the way it's done. You're, yeah, you're a natural. James Taylor. Mm. Welcome to mm. the Gear Slum. Well, thank you. It thank you. Your one stop uh, shop for all things cultural nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. <laughs> I'm Cole. Are you guys and, not going to? You're not going to welcome him, Phil. Oh. I guess Phil doesn't want to welcome That's you. That's okay. Hey, you didn't Jimmy, welcome him. Welcome. Hey, hey, thanks, welcome, Jimmy. Thanks, Cole. Thanks for Thank selling you. me that Roni. Oh yeah. And thanks for friendship. Yeah, wait, that, wait, that me wasn't me. That wasn't me. But th- but There's you're so welcome. There's so many Jimmies. There's too many. Oh, that was your son. So many. Sorry, that Jimmies. was your son, Jimmy Jr. That has to no, be that the title of this. Yeah. Too many Jimmies. Too many Jimmies. <laughs> One too many Jimmies. I'm on board for that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay, first question, Jimmy, you Wait, are, is uh, Phil driving? No, no, he's not. He's not driving? It's normally Aaron, like, calls the shots, so it's really... You know. Oh, I thought you meant, is he literally driving no. like he usually no, like, does? You guys are recording. letting Phil drive the bus right now? No, no he's not. Phil likes to ask questions. He's not driving or walking around. He's actually sitting <laughs> I am, in one place. I'm not sitting. I'm walking in a small circle. So, like, oh. I'll channel. tell you how Phil podcasts. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> he... So you guys have he given waits him the until range. there's a tiny lull, and then he inserts a question oh, okay. into that lull, and it's very rarely a okay. good question. All right. So, <laughs> so I should. But let's hear this. I one. should feel very welcome right now because he has given me a question. The time has come. Yeah. All right. Well, he's so trying I'm to. I'm trying to give you a question. Actually, I haven't right, given you a question. That's crazy. I've already started interrupting Phil. We could probably have our own conversation What's... without him right now. So, Aaron, <laughs> do you like donuts? <laughs> I do. Because <laughs> there's this great place up here called Top Pot. Oh my gosh, it's so good. They've got like what these maple top pot. What yeah. other fine establishments do you have in the Pacific? Oh Northwest my gosh, there's this, about? there's this burger place up here called Dick's Drive-In. Oh I don't my care. Gosh. Whoa, 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 so whoa, what if whoa, I, whoa! What if I need to get uh, ropes? Ropes? Oh, there's this place called Sinusoid Cables. Nice. They're they're located located up here. I mean, the, from what I hear, not only do they give you cables, they also give you smiles. Mm. I never heard, about, heard that. about that. Um, and coffee. You know what, though? I'm I'm so excited about Sinusoid because, let me tell you why. They sponsor this podcast. Because they give us money um, to say that we're <laughs> excited about them. <laughs> no, Let's not make it sound cheap. They also, they also sponsored like, a bunch of bands, right? And one of those bands is the Julianne yeah. Theory. Shut up. And I believe they are responsible for <laughs> one of my Instagram posts <laughs> randomly being liked by two members of the Julianne Theory. Dude, the other is guy that... from the Julianne Theory, too? That's the only explanation. Joshua, Joshua right? Fiedler and Brett Detter, Detour. both of them. Are they? Uh, you know what? I thought piece? it was Detar. It's not until uh, until I listened to um, the Tooth and Nail podcast yeah. labeled, and they they said Brett Detter, and he was like on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he. Okay, you should. That's official. Everyone should listen to that podcast. It's yeah, way yeah, better it's than this one. They're don't also a don't turn this one off though. Just kidding. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> just yeah. Turn this off right now. Go listen to them. So we just come back. We all like that podcast with fresh eyes. Are they a four piece? 
or a five piece or a six piece? Um, no, it's just two of them. It's three of them. So it's Matt, Toby, and no. then Aaron Lunsford. No, Wait, Julia, 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 Julia. Like six. There's like six guys in uh, that band. Uh, there's several. There's at least, I think there's five they or six like of three them. three guitar players, bass player, drummer. That's, That's five. five. Uh, uh-oh. I was wondering. Because I think, well, unless the, the vocalist That's maybe doesn't play guitar. So no, no, possibly 20% of the band. Yeah, I think there's five of them. There's yeah, five of them. Possibly. Tw- okay, so 20% of the band liked your... No, forty percent. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'm mad. At He's me. not a math teacher. <laughs> Welcome to Gear Slum, the uh, math podcast. Okay, Jimmy. Something is up with your mic, Jimmy. Again? Hey, you're crackling. crackling. Back to my and question. Phil is, and Phil is just so happy that it's someone else. Maybe I went maybe to this I place the other day. Speaking bit. of cracklings, I went to this place the other day that sold um, fresh. Um, what am I saying? Oh my gosh, Rice Krispies. my brain is dead. Tor- tortillas? No. <laughs> no. No. Churros. Tortillas? No. Fajitas? In San Francisco? What do you call? What do you call them? Pork rinds. Oh. Pork, Pork rinds. Weird. But they have a name. What's the Spanish name for them? Oh, I know what you're saying, but I can't think of the, the Mexican word. name. Uh, I totally blanked on it. Did, no, nothing. Uh, frijoles. No. <laughs> Pernitas. Papa Fritas. <laughs> no. Chicharron. Chicharrones. Chichar- yes, exactly. <laughs> Papa they had, like, fresh-made chicharrones. Um, and uh, they would, like, crackle. They were crackling on the plate. And when you would, like, dip it and put I, the I lemon like juice on right. it, it would crackle even that? more. It was very That's odd. That's awesome. Wow. What? Yeah. Sounds terrifying. Yes. I feel like someone maybe has a question for someone else. Someone does. Let's hear it. Jimmy, uh so when this when this podcast airs, this will be in the the event will be in the past, but I'm wondering how close are you to like say like what how far are you Totality. from Bend, Oregon? Bend, Oregon? Um yes. How far are you from, from Totality? Full totality. From, yes, the path um, of Totality. It's about 3 hours south of here, maybe three and a half or 4, somewhere in there. I think Are you sure cuz it sounds like you're getting some solar flares <laughs> like at the moment. Let me try adjusting some things. So I better? looked and I think oh. Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no. I think um I'm getting like 66% sun coverage. Okay. At I'm the peak. Testing things while this is happening. Don't mind me. I'm only like two hours away from totality. We're getting like 95%. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's amazing. That's cool. And a bunch of people, a bunch of people around here are driving up to Idaho to see the whole thing. That's cool. Yeah. I, I would imagine that the closer you are, the more people are, are going to be like, ah, screw it. I'm going to drive over. Exactly. There. Yeah. 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 If I was also two hours away, I, would, east. I think I would. I could justify it. Yeah, like you take half a day off yeah. or whatever. Like it's it's a much easier proposition. But people are saying that it's going to be like some crazy traffic jam on the freeway. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's not going to be a two-hour drive. From I what bet. I'm hearing, um, it, like Oregon right now is really uh, getting like invaded. From Like all their gas has been used up and like people are like, Take it off. <laughs> like there's so many people they can't like keep up with it. 
it's happening. Okay. So those of you out there, if you want to know why Jimmy is on the podcast, he's a member of our Slum Hard Street crew. If you mm-hmm. want to know how to do that, uh, ah, that's then go listen to one of the old episodes where we talk about it, <laughs> or listen to this, or listen to the listen to next week's episode. We'll talk about it then too. <laughs> yeah. Pause but if you're going to join the street crew and then <laughs> and then jump on the episode, don't do it like Jimmy. Don't be like Jimmy. Don't, That's yeah. all I'm saying. But we don't. we would love for all of our street crew members to come visit us on the podcast at some one point in the time. And uh, we would love for most of them to do so, yeah. Audio <laughs> And audio issues are one of the factors that might get just, you kicked off it. sooner rather than later. Join. Exactly. Right. Hey, look Jimmy. at me. Which. Look at that. You sound, you sound like now. a normal. And that just proves how much we like Phil because if audio issues get you kicked off sooner than later and he's made it <laughs> 60 some odd episodes, you know. See. That's not the content. That's hurtful. No, it's because I'm saying I like you so much. It's oh. a true backhanded nice. compliment. That's okay. very sweet. Real true. All, all true. Okay. It's all truistic. This entire experience feels so okay. good right now. Okay. So, okay. So, guys, let me tell you about the MS3. Oh, is that something new you got? <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> somebody. No, tell us about the MS3, actually. Somebody brought it up. I don't think it was in 60 Cycle Hum. I think it was like a. a a group that's even farther removed from us, if that's uh, mm. not that not that sixty cycle hum technically has anything to do with us, but um, got it. But yeah, someone someone made like a, a sarcastic remark about the MS3, and I didn't know they were joking because I just assumed they didn't listen to the podcast, and it made me really happy when I realized it, it was genuine. They were actually, he's like, actually, he's like, so wait, tell me more about this. Is that an MS3 <laughs> on your board? Was it in the moan tab? Yeah, it might have been in in Sounds Mob. Hmm. <clears throat> um, but did you? Are you having problems with MS3? I am kind of. Um, or did you figure I, it out? I'm, I'm worried that I might uh, jeopardize my future uh, sponsorship with Boss slash Roland uh, International. But, um, but yeah, like I I have a hard time getting consistent level through it. Like I I have it set up now where I have a separate patch for each song, but from song to song, it's like it. It changes in level pretty drastically, and I don't think that's a that really strange problem to, to have. I, I know I, it's, it seems like the opposite would be true, like that it would take care of those. But I think things. it's because uh, I think it's I don't know. I'll like use certain types of effects, like on like on songs where I use an acoustic simulator. Maybe it just like disappears in the mix or something. Um, mm. But like uh, when I practiced with my band last week, like all those songs, I would just completely disappear and even the other guitarist noticed it too i'd noticed it before but nobody else ever said anything about it but yeah so i'm kind of i gotta go through and make sure i have the same compressor settings on on every patch or just turn off the compressors to get like a, a baseline to make sure i'm not going crazy or whatever but um yeah it was kind of frustrating and i have a gig coming up this week so i'm i'm a little bit frustrated with it but hopefully it's just user error and i'll get it figured out pretty sad when all you want is a pepsi and everyone thinks you're crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife mm-hmm. Ten thousand forks mm-hmm. and all you need is a knife 
believe it's spoon, but I'm with you. No, knife, because knife rhymes Look, with water. No, I wanted a fork. It's all like right. 10,000 spoons. Oh, is there a song? All you need is a oh, knife. Oh, I was describing, describing an actual experience I've had. Oh. You had 10,000 forks? I've... I've had yeah, I've had no experience where I've been it, in the direct proximity of ten thousand. It, it was an all you can eat buffet. Any kind of calorie. <laughs> and they would was tell it an you all you eat all you can eat buffet for people who eat forks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Iron Giant. No. It was like it was nice. designed for Iron Giants where they just, you know <laughs> shovel metal in their mouth. Or it was for like germaphobes, so they'd use the fork for one bite and then throw it away and get another fork for the next bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't yeah. get the germs from some, my mouth. It was on some my weird back in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, if you're gonna start putting, if you're gonna start putting all my jokes under a microscope. All right, they're not no, all gonna I, hold up. I like your, I like that joke. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Gear Slum, everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I hate all of you right now. Uh, We'd like to thank Jimmy for joining us, and <laughs> see you later. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can talk to you next week, Jimmy. Colt, you sound troubled. I am troubled. Why are you so troubled? Because all of you people are the worst people in the world. All That's of you. Okay. Hey, baby, keep it cool. That picture... That picture of you and your wife is cute, though, Jimmy. Well, thank you. All of me. That's from, like, 4th of July, like, 10 years all ago. All of you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you look so young. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. It was, it was awesome. Like, we went to the beach to go watch the fireworks, and my wife brought a sheet for us to lay, down, lay on on the beach. She brought a fitted sheet, though. <laughs> but that's, like, a yeah, thing people do. Did you know that? Oh, like, yeah, because you, like, you tuck a, it into the sand, right? No, no you get – yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm no, serious. You put it, like, you upside like down. No, you put it upside down, and you put, like, an ice chest or something in each corner. Ooh. And then you have, like – you have, like – A wall? Like a little – wall. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Then it's, like, a little playpen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's it's actually a really good idea. It's just we didn't bring anything big enough to do the job. Mm. Yeah. Brought, like, our flip-flops. I think feel like that's probably a problem for you often. Not really. Oh, that's about as far as I want to take that. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> you don't want to continue with that line of questioning there, Aaron? You don't want, you don't want to go any further with that? Is there, is there another sponsor you want to tell us about? Or? Yeah. Extremerstraints.com. They used to they used to sponsor this podcast that I like, and they would. Uh, it was a really funny sponsorship. Anyway, Who's that? Extremerestraints.com. Oh my god! Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, because like Adam and Eve sponsors a lot of podcasts too. Right. Anyway. I was go- yeah. I was gonna make so an Jimmy. Adam and Eve joke. Yes. Tell us about uh, your life as a working muso. Hashtag working muso. Oh, hashtag working muso. Well, um, gee, gee, where do I start? Well, um, around here I actually do a, um, I do like a solo project type of thing that I do like with a looper and stuff. Um, and and that keeps me pretty busy. I play bars and do covers and whatnot. And um, out out here, I've actually I actually started doing that in Savannah about two three years ago, and uh, kind of have been doing the bar scene for about four years. Before that, I was playing in churches, and bef- for about I did that for about five six years, and uh, that was fun. I mean, I met a lot of interesting people and whatnot, but uh, 
it didn't really pay very well, which is kind of odd that I could like do it professionally at all. Right. So, um, but uh, I kind of made by, and you know things it, things just kind of worked out. And before that, um, I was like just doing like trying to keep the dream alive, you know, just like playing in bands and stuff, like doing original music. But now it's like I do something a little more like along the lines of what kind of um, barista nightmare is, except I do it for four hours and I do it to bars full of people who really don't want to hear wow, me. Wow, really? Yeah. See, I I like. I'm constantly having that inner struggle with myself because my current band, we mostly do original songs and it's like sure. fun and interesting and everything. But it's like, man, I, it would be so much easier if I was just doing like by myself with an acoustic guitar, because then I wouldn't have to work around anyone else's schedule. Right. And just do cover songs that everyone recognizes, you know, like, you take everyone else's ego right out of the picture. Yeah, and yeah. then it's just my ego, which is enough. <laughs> well, yeah, which is enough to fill fill the stage. Exactly. That's what I've found anyway. Yeah, like if you bring it, it, the ego it big enough for the job, a, that's all you need. Someone eating yeah. potato chips? No, it's not coming from my end. Just saying. Phil, what? I'm eating cat food. <laughs> what are you doing? I nothing. Look, the, he's in the, the garage. He thought he'd open up, garage, open up some things. There's a new container of armor all he hasn't touched. So yeah, I found something in the garage. He's going to get that open. Open up. Are you, like, mm-hmm. wrapping yourself in a space blanket or something? <laughs> no. Hey, guys. Honestly, hey guys, remember it that is one time so we loud, Phil. Podcast? Phil, can't you just, like, Good scroll Facebook crime like everyone else? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Wait, no, Phil, don't tell him. Make him guess. Yeah. 20 questions. Okay, Are first you question. opening a bag of chips? No. Uh, that's Is a, it That's food? a guess. You only get three of those. Okay, two more left. Phil, Phil, the, Phil uh, await your next question from Cole. Yeah. Is it food? Cole, go on. No. Okay, that's one. Go ahead. Is it worth destroying this episode for? Oh, that's one for Aaron? Uh, Phil? Probably not. <laughs> Okay. Then why the f are you doing it? <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm not That's three. No more That's noise. Three. Ah, damn it! Now I want to know. Maybe I'll reveal it next episode. What was it? Okay, you can oh, put question it number reveal? four. What was it? Yeah, question number four. What was it? Oh my can we, gosh! Can we call? Can we call this episode? What the hell is Phil opening? <laughs> Can we call this episode Phil is two and a half years old? <laughs> Can't control himself. Cole, what is happening? Okay. So, uh, four hours of covers in bars that don't want you to do covers? Um, well, they don't necessarily all not want me to play. But you're them. essentially like uh, the background just... music, right? I'm essentially the background music, and I and I fight that as fight that tooth and nail pretty much. Like I'm I'm very much the guy that wants to try to get people to sing and dance and stuff like that. And I, I've almost taken it to the uh, kind of gone to the uh, thinking that the Pacific Northwest is just so passive aggressive that they will not sing and dance. Yeah, because it's not cool. Like it's not unless they're doing. No, it's it not cool at all. And no. that's the last thing you want. I'm sure. Right. Which is which is odd because that's pretty much my show. My show is pretty much just a back batch of irony. Anyway, I mean, I'm doing like hip hop covers for crying. Yeah, out what was the, yeah. So what was the one I mean, that you that you live streamed like a while back, and it was like 
It was like an 80s or 90s uh, Rapple. like R&B that song. That was um, straight straight up yes. by um, Paul Abdul. Yes, but by Paul Abdul, and it, I took it into uh, TLC's oh, New Scrubs. Oh, that is so great! I that loved it good. so much. Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, I actually came up with uh, to do that like together when I was actually playing in clubs in Florida with Jonathan Diaz's brother Marcus. Like he started doing, he, he actually got the idea what? to do the. Uh, God, what was Wait, it? You, uh, the you Paul with Abdul Marcus song? Michael Diaz? No, John. Uh, Jonathan Diaz's brother, yeah, Marcus. Marcus Michael he Diaz. Plays, yeah, Michael Meyer. Yeah, that's the Wait, guy. Wait, they have the same middle anyway, name? Yeah. <laughs> no, the, his last, no, I don't his think last I have name the same is Michael middle. Diaz. Oh, the last name is Michael Diaz. No, his, his last... No, no. Yeah, it's yeah, Jonathan, and, yes. Jonathan and Marcus Jonathan Michael and Michael Diaz. Dio, right? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe it's a joint account. Have we ever considered that? <laughs> maybe it is. Diaz's account is a joint account between Jonathan <laughs> Diaz and Michael Diaz? <laughs> I'll have to... <laughs> I just blew your mind. I mean, the jury I? might still be out. I wonder which that, one but... of them cheated. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably always oh the God. second name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know it is. Yeah. Freaking Michael Diaz, dude. Yeah, Michael Diaz did it mm-hmm. every time. Michael Diaz. Jeez. So, Can't trust that guy. So yeah, he was doing that song, and I How, ended up so wait, pulling it into. Like, that seems like a, a crazy coincidence. Did you know? Uh, Diaz then like outside of this group no okay so, so, so it's, it is it, a so crazy it really is a coincidence no. it's just a crazy coincidence like one like I, w- I actually went to church like with his brother like for a while and I was like mentioning something that was happening in uh, another group um, uh, 60 cycle home I don't know if you guys have heard of them but they have a Facebook mm-hmm. group too and um, yeah yeah I don't, it, it's, it's, have a it's, Facebook group? it's secondary right now Okay. Yeah, they do, but it's secondary. We're, we're talking about the. I gear think I've seen right that now. guy Bendy but in that group before. Have you? Have this you? This guy named Bendy oh. posts in there once Who's that? in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, is it the is it the tall blonde guy with the beard? <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's, is that the Bendy yeah. guy? Whoa, okay. dude! Speaking right. of Bendy, he can bend his strings so hard it broke his headstock um, off of his guitar. One of my wow. students the other day told me that she practices. Um. Contortionism. <laughs> what? And how did this make you feel, Aaron? I was like, do you perform? She's like, no, I just do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That's like that's like the next how level. You... you know, like there are girls that do like pole dancing classes because it's good for your your core and all that crap. Like, oh, you just yeah, take yeah. it to the next level. Like, oh, yeah, I do burlesque classes down at the rec center, you know. How did how did you come into this information? Like how how did this subject come up? It was like uh it was just like a like okay, everyone say your name and then something about yourself and that was her thing oh. about herself. Oh she so she just volunteered this information. Well like, she told oh, yeah, she didn't just tell me, about she told me. the whole class. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's probably good. So this wasn't like she was – I did really bad on this last test, uh, Mr. Abubo. Um, <laughs> I just want you to know. Doctor I mentioned that I'm a contortionist. <laughs> oh my gosh! We should point out that so are my students are all uh, 18 years old and older. Just in case <laughs> yeah. there are any legal ramifications to this podcast, I did have a 16 year old in one of my classes once. I was gonna, I was gonna say there, there could be like a if I yeah, like a Doogie Howser. Uh, yes, exactly, a Doogie Howser situation. 
<laughs> no, it was a teen mother. Teen, so get this. Teen, more of a teen my, mother situation. Have right? I said this before? Or that my brothers that, that one song my brothers went to high school with Doogie Hauser? What? Have I said that before? Neil Patrick yeah, Harris? Yeah, with Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. You have in, never in, said that. That's amazing. In New Mexico, yeah, they went to high school with Wait, him. with Neil Patrick, who's Neil Patrick Harris? He's He plays Aaron. Doogie Hauser, and he's on, what else is he on? That other show that's How I Met Your Mother? mother. I don't know. You know and who Neil Steve Patrick Harris is. And Harold and Kumar. I, I do know who he is. Yeah, he was in that, too. Doesn't and, he? Um, oh, he's the guy Starship that plays Starship Neil Patrick Troopers, Harris in Harold and Kumar. Yes, he was in Starship Troopers. He was in, uh, what was that What was that show that only came out on iTunes? It was like a semi-podcast TV show. Mm. It was like a, myst- it was like a oh. mystery kind of thing. Like a detective show that he was... Wasn't he also in that um, that uh, that sing along song show or a short movie or something that was on Netflix for like twenty? Maybe years. that's Doctor, the one I'm thinking of. Doctor Evil's horrible. Yes, Doctor Horrible's evil. That's si- the one. Sing along blog. Exactly. Right. Yes, that's the one. Man, we're killing it tonight, guys. Oh, he was in. Oh, dude, a series of unfortunate events too. He was he's in that now too. So yeah, so my brothers, shout out to uh, Clint and Carl because <laughs> they both listen. We were just talking about how none of our friends listen to the podcast, but all of my brothers and their wives listen, which is whether they, insane to me. Whether they like guitar or not. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. Or, yeah, Clint, exactly. Clint listens. <laughs> Carl listens. Family Kyle listens. Exactly. Family. Cal Isn't it listens, about time? Cougar, he listens. Clay, he listens to you. Cheyenne and Cheyenne. <laughs> Cheyenne, Cheyenne, <laughs> Cheyenne, Cheyenne. Quincy. Both of the shy. Shy Anne, also shy Anne. Right. Oh, Anne, she's so Out, shy though. Outgoing Anne, <laughs> as well as shy Anne. <laughs> mm. Socially awkward Anne. <laughs> Bobber Anne. <laughs> oh, of course. How could I forget? <laughs> Cole, we need a oh, we need an update on how the uh, red oak flooring is going. Oh, that's a good question. But I did find out we're all going to be out there for uh, Thanksgiving, so so they need to get on the horse. So, Connor, get get on the horse and make sure your red oak. Connor listens by the time we. Uh, Carter, time we he there. also listens. I'll get on that horse. Carlton, is Carl's name short for Carlton? <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> Carlton Michael Diaz. Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm changing my name on Facebook tonight. (laughs) To to Carlton Michael Diaz. Jimmy Michael Michael Taylor. (laughs) Jimmy Michael Diaz. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So, Aaron, any new gear for you? So, what do you use for your looping? Oh my looping! I, I have a, um, I have this uh, a TC Helicon uh, Voice Live. Uh, elect- no, uh, it's not the Voice Live. It's actually the um, it, it's like the Voice the Live. Play live. Um, play. It, play yeah, so the Play Live. Play Electric. The yeah, Play yeah. Electric. Yeah, I had a play. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a play acoustic primarily. for a while that I sold. Yeah. So that's what. So that's what you use for all your looping, and and do you do like most of your effects through there too? No, uh, the only effect I actually use through there is um, I use the reverb and the amp simulation because I don't usually bring an amp live. I actually don't even have one up here. My my amp's back home. Does it do vocal effects too, or is that just the acoustic one? 
No, it does it does vocal effects as well. So like I have different like patches for. So like, will you use uh, that for like harmonies and crap? Patches of songs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll switch back switch between the menus between the uh, the looper and uh, and the front half where I can turn on the uh, the vocal harmony or, or anything or the auto tune or whatever, and um, and I've got like I've got like a separate button set up like a, a sustain button for a keyboard setup so I can like um, so I can hit the undo button whenever I want. Huh. That's pretty cool. That's intense. Yeah. And they've actually, like, they just updated the firmware, so, like, um, they actually doubled the time of, of looping that, that's available, so so that's actually really great. You should so, do a, a demo of that in, in the group. Do you, do you do use that. any pre-recorded <laughs> loops, like or is it all before. live? No, everything's okay. live. Yeah, I, I do it all out in front of me, because if I feel like if I did it with tracks, then it it's well, then I'd just be some dude playing. It, well, and it'd be hard to like time sync. I bet too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Maybe I, I mean, don't know. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like um, I feel like it feels more natural when I set everything up live on the spot, and it kind of captures everybody's attention a little bit more. I mean, it's kind of annoying at first when like I'm just like one, two three four and then i just start beatboxing into a microphone for like 16 <laughs> measures or something like that but they, they get the idea that when sounds, the bass starts playing that sounds awful <laughs> it, it is it's absolutely bad um no but that's yeah, totally that's measures, like part of it is there's very much like it, it's a crowd-pleasing tactic too you know like the novelty yeah, yeah. of it is like anyone that appeals to anyone, even if they have no interest in music or, or guitar gear or whatever. Yeah. They're like, what on earth is happening? Right <laughs> yeah. Now? Yeah. And totally. That's yeah. Let's it's like leave. the same reason we have a song. One of our songs that my band plays, uh, the keyboard player plays a didgeridoo <laughs> and it's like, and it's like pretty dumb, you know, obviously, like it's a, the didgeridoo well, in the middle it, of just like a normal. It's, it's, it's almost kind of like a reggae type of song, but um, but everyone always like. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. And it's like a pain because it's this huge thing, you know, that he has to carry, but it's worth it because everyone always likes it. You know, that's like the thing everyone notices. Nobody ever notices my face melting solos, but all they talk about is the freaking didgeridoo, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I I actually find myself uh, restraining myself while playing solo from actually playing solos or whether I should even play them to begin with because I'm like, you know, do I really need this this sort of accolade? Like, really, I'm like playing bass, guitar, um, keyboard lines. I'm singing harmony to myself. I'm doing drums. What really? I'm gonna play a solo over here too. I mean, how big is my friggin' ego? But sometimes the music just kind of fits it, but. Yeah. No, but most people don't pay attention when I'm playing solos. I think most people like here's a question for all of you guys. Do I think most people probably hate guitar solos. Is that fair to say? Like are guitar solos really for just this small group of people who like guitars? Maybe that's not true cuz like um, all the freaking hair metal in the 80s had all these crazy So here's solos. here's what I think. Solos. I think people hate. Ahead, I, I think people hate guitar solos that are like. I don't know. I think I hate guitar solos. I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> unless, 
I hate unmusical guitar solos. I hate technical guitar solos that yeah. are just like showing that, off. Yes, but I agree with if that. If it if it fits the song and it's like melodic and in a way that adds something, then I'm all for it. But you know what? No matter what, if it if somebody was doing a guitar solo and they were screaming into a microphone, "Look at me! Look at me!" <laughs> I would I would love I would that. totally yeah. love it. Yeah. I would totally laugh. I'd be like, this guy This guy is genius. Yeah, but I wouldn't, like, listen to the record. What What if the f- people that were fans of, like, hair metal and whatnot in the 80s, those are your blues doctors and rock rock lawyers of today. They are. So they, they are the ones that love guitar solos. Mm-hmm. But no one... No one actually in their right mind. It's true because like that. Really, it's like old people shows. that go to these Joe Bonamassa shows and sell them out, and and they the yeah. tickets cost like a hundred dollars plus, and it's all these. They want to hear guitar solos. Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, and it's like the same people who will actually mm-hmm. just like pop in a Steve Vai CD and just listen to it, or like a Joe <laughs> Satriani CD and just like listen to it, which seems crazy to me. That seems like just such a bad idea. But yeah, see, exactly. Like, like even when I was into Satriani, like in high school, it was like it. It was tough to just sit and yeah. listen to like an entire CD of it. But I'm I'm wondering if um, the reason there were guitar solos in all of those songs at the time, if it just had to do with like, well, okay, well, we're we're supposed to do this, like in this kind of music, like it's not like totally. I, I mean, this is yes, exactly. Cool I mean, there there is a, a level of that that kind of guitar playing that all those bands like they had that kind of guitar playing in them. So they, that means they yeah, had yeah. people. It's at like that the level. same as like a breakdown in a hardcore song. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we have to do this. Like the chanting part, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, you have to have the fast part that be, be which makes you want the breakdown. Right. It makes the breakdown that much more. Or it's like the drop in a dubstep song, right? Yeah, right. So it's mm-hmm. like this is expected for whatever reason. This is expected in this style of music. So just kind of like mm-hmm. how we and I know we've talked about this before, but like there was also like you One, know it'd be two, like three, ten four. screechy songs, you know, like you know, wailey, loud, aggressive, and then there'd be one ballad. And, mm-hmm. and that's the only one that was popular for most of those bands. But, like, it's like, oh, we have to do a ballad. Yeah, yeah. So we Well, and to be fair, a lot of that was probably, like, their record label telling them that they had that, to do a ballad. That was the song for all like, the girls. Maybe. Because we, uh, we actually want to have a video that people watch and, and we want to sell records, you know. But, see, maybe, like, maybe all of it was albums. Maybe all of it was the, the, the label. Like, they're like, okay, well, we know that the – the top five hair metal bands, the, there's there there are aspects that they all have. They all have every song has a squealy solo, every song has a dude singing really high. Every you know what I mean? Like okay, so so you have to yeah, do yeah. all those things. You have to also have one ballad song. Wait, this song sounds like a hit, but there's not a squealy solo. Can you do a squealy solo? Sure, I I, I could put one together. Okay, awesome. Then do that. Like what if that's isn't it crazy? <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think about a time that, like, 
they were putting this one good song in there and then people had to go to a store and pay like $17 <laughs> to get a CD just so they could listen to that one song. Yes. Like remember that's craziness. you could just call up the radio station if, and ask the DJ to play it. Yeah. If if the album was $17 on CD, then it also had to come with that really weird plastic thing that they'd put on CDs to make it harder oh, to yeah. seal. To make it and it was like tall, like yes. so it would sit up in the yeah, totally. Yeah, and they had the little magnetic. Remember when CDs were like twenty one ninety nine? That's true. Yeah, dude, CDs were that's yeah. crazy. And and like that's what you had to do, or maybe you'd buy a single. Yeah, it was but like still outrageous. it wasn't that much cheaper to buy a single. You know, it was still like what ten dollars or whatever. I remember, I remember buying. I think the last single I bought was um like a nirvana um i don't remember what the songs were but there was there was some song that that i remember thinking was so awesome and it wasn't on any of their other albums but it was on this like european single that i found at the <laughs> the cool <laughs> record shop where i lived i had a single of boys to men and i can't remember yeah, are you telling me was, that it wasn't? It was one of the songs off of two. <laughs> I think it might have been like I on bended knee. So now was, we go. Yeah, that was like the third or fourth. To the end of the road. No, because that wasn't on two, oh. Phil. That was on. Uh, uh, no, it was on their first CD on uh, Cooley mm. High Harmony. Mm. End of the road. Maybe end of the road is on two. No, I think it was on Cooley High Harmony. At any, or it was Motown like, yeah, I'll make love Philly to you. Back again. Motown Philly was on, <laughs> was on Cooley High Harmony too. Doing a little it's long East overdue, Coast but now Philly slamming. ABC, BBD, the East Coast family never skipped a beat. Nah. Ten like men, plenty of friends, and all the Philly steaks you can eat. <laughs> Back in I... school, we used to dream about this every day. <laughs> Didn't it happen? Jeans ran away. Meltdown, Philly, back I think Aaron, I can hear you. What is uh, happening? I have no idea what you right two are talking hard. about. I don't even know what's what you're talking about. You don't We're singing know. Motown boys Philly. In. You don't know Boys to Men. You're doing <laughs> what now? I love that episode of Always Sunny when they're practicing. To sing that song. Do you remember that one? They're going to sing that song for Boys to Men. It's a matter. And they get to the quarantine episode. Go look it up, people. Aaron, you don't know Boys to Men? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Missing out, dog. What do you think about CDs, Aaron? Think they're overpriced? Um, No. Or 1992? Yeah, absolutely. Did you think they were overpriced in 1997? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, much more than a cassette, right? (laughs) I forgot we're talking talking about Boys to Men. (laughs) All of the 1990s. I mean, I never bought a Boys to Men CD. I got most of my Boys to Men CDs as hand-me-downs, I think. In any format. I've never owned any boys. To That's men where music. I got my boys to men. That's where I got my Bell Bib DeVoe, my Stetsasonic, yes. all of it. Mm-hmm. 
Although technically you don't actually own the music that you purchased. Did you know that? Yeah, you just have oh, like the rights God. to I, play I thought it, basically. Someone, I, I was hoping yeah. somebody would bring it up. Can we talk about DRM, Finally, it's being people? Sad. Can we talk about digital Good rights me. management? What is... No, please not. Oh, come on, Cole. Take, take a Finally. <laughs> come on. <laughs> now it's ruining... That's ruining our industry, the podcast industry. Mm. <laughs> oh, what did Brother Lars tell us? Our industry of free content. I was talking to Lars Ulrich about it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> the one, one of the guys who benefited most from the music yeah. industry. <laughs> and he told me how unfair it was. Ooh. Mm. So, Aaron, tell us about vinyl. Ooh, yeah. You're so eager to talk about something. <laughs> nice segue. Am I, am I? A long time ago in the galaxy that is our own. Go on. Um, people used to listen to music on things called phonographs. A phonograph was a device that was built with a amplification system and some kind of... Um, vibration sensing this, this we'll call it a needle tech. for lack of a better term um, it's not and it had also a rotating platter on which you would place a disc which had grooves like three and carved and a half, into it three and a half disc or um, 5.5 the needle would sit disc. in the groove yeah okay um, yeah three and a half floppy this is reminding me of hey, the time we had Aaron. Whatever you it do, would, um, we don't copy Aaron. that floppy. <laughs> this is reminding me of the time we had Aaron explain how to make coffee. That's what this is reminding me of. That was like episode three or something. But so my And so what happened is people listened to records for decades. Hundred okay. years, maybe? All right. Maybe. Yeah. Hundreds of years, perhaps? Perhaps. Um, and then we came up with better technology, like the cassette tape. Objectively better. Um, which is yeah, now, objectively now, now. better, smaller, more portable, or easier to listen you to. Better. You could bring it. You could bring it in the car. Yeah, that's more portable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, record player. I think that qualifies as more portable. Yeah. Um. Also, yeah, they last virtually forever. Mm -hmm. If as long as you don't break them. Um, <laughs> and then we had newer, either newer technology. In the form of CDs, which were CD, small discs that, that had um, compact cassette, disc. Cassette disc, I think. Cassette disc. Okay. Cassette deck. So is there tape cassette involved? Deck. Yeah. There is no tape okay. involved in the manufacturing of them, but they do play on tape. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so if you have a cassette player, you can yes. use a CD? Yeah, they've got this yeah, thing. You can, put you, go a CD down. In, you can put a CD on a record player or... You can put it on a like a turntable. You can put it in a okay. tape player. You can put it in a track player. Just, um, you can okay, put it cool. in your so VCR. It'll work. It works literally. You can anyway. buy. You just go down to the warehouse and uh, they sell this yeah. adapter for like forty dollars yes. probably. Um, oh, that's great. That's eventually, like that they, what we did into a Super is Nintendo so you can use Game Boy games. Exactly. We had new okay. file types that were invented for like Super Game Boy, yeah, for home computer systems. Um, where you could actually just listen to music without owning any kind of um, like physical representation of. So that we're talking music. like Og Vorbis. We're talking uh, Flack. Yeah, like we're that. talking Flacco. 
We're Aflac. talking. I'm sorry. Affleck. At what point did talking flak jackets? Sorry, Aaron, at what point did Colombian House come into the mix here? Um, <laughs> Colombian House was there all along. All along. Oh, that's a all along Illuminati status. That's a callback. Yeah, Ooh. you didn't know this, but when there was only one set of footprints, that was Colombian House. Carrying the music industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Ed McMahon was it, had was a it, had a big role in that, or w- was it Sound and Spirit? Um, yeah, it was. Hmm. And then, and then magically, something happened. Mm-hmm. These vinyl records made a comeback, hmm. and you would think it would just be like people finding old music that like doesn't exist on CD or cassette or MP3 or whatever. That's not the case. New bands that are out now were releasing music on vinyl records. Vinyl? You mean phonographs? Well, no. <laughs> oh. Discs. They could be played on phonographs. To be played on phonographs. Okay. Right, yes. right. Because those are backwards compatible, too. They weren't releasing a phonograph. <laughs> yeah, for each yeah bands weren't weren't releasing right, phonographs. Sorry. They were releasing that's, records that's to not be played on phonographs. There's a lot of details model. here. I'm really trying to keep up. <laughs> Some things were getting a little murky. I, um, I, I just wanted to be clear. So fast forward to 2017. Yeah, good. I mean, mm-hmm. go on. Okay. This, Donald go Trump on. is president. There's <laughs> people, people have podcasts about guitars and guitar pedals, mm-hmm. also known as stomp boxes. People, people even have guitar podcasts. Podcast about guitar podcasts. Mm. That no. is true. I mean, Crazy. It's ridiculous. No. Yeah. People even have podcasts about dogs. Yeah, and about fish and training them about the band Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have podcasts about actual fish or sound mobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds mob, mobs, sounds mobs. Um, we're we're on a rabbit trail, but yeah, are we? One of the one of the one of the websites that people on these podcasts often talk about is one called Reverb dot com. Mm. Um, Reverb dot okay. com is um, an exchange site where you can post for sale items that you wish to sell that are related to music, so recording equipment. Um, it's like a swap meet on your computer. Is that what you're saying? It's like a computer swap meet. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's amazing. And then. But t- recently, they have announced a new arm of their empire, mm. namely Reverb LP, wherein users can post Latin percussion, search for, find, purchase, and receive vinyl records from other users. Thoughts? Hmm. They should have called it Vinyl Cut Pro. <laughs> <laughs> the vinyl solution. I think I must have cut out. Hey, okay, I'm going to take it again. They should have called it Vinyl Cut Pro. <laughs> no, we heard you. Oh, you heard me the first Did time? You... I must. No, your... yeah. All of your guys' audio it... must have cut out. When they should have called it then. the Vinyl Solution. Oh, the Vinyl Countdown. <laughs> oh, man, that was yeah. Vinyl's Vinyl Week. So Got it. As a college professor, as a college teacher, I think they should have called it Vinyls Week. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> okay, so here's what I think about vinyl, people. Okay. Vinally, think... vinally, we get to hear what Cole Vines. thinks. So, this is the vinyl, this is going to be my vinyl comment. <laughs> you know how, like, people, 
people like to go jogging. <laughs> yeah, like no. especially, especially like, uh, like more well-off people. Like the rich richer people? you are and the wider you are, like the better, the more likely you are more to likely jog. you are to go jogging. And it's yeah. like this this or idea cycling. of like we've oh yeah exactly that's even dude I saw this guy riding a bike gear. on the side of the highway today and he looked like he was about to die. Dude, <laughs> I have no room to talk because I he I, no no not like that like he had he didn't have a shirt on and he was riding like an old ten speed oh that I respect and he was like. He was like hunched over. Oh, like he might have been just like he literally looked like he was about to die. Yeah, no, he wasn't like a he was not a cyclist. He was a guy on a bike. <laughs> he was just some dude. Oh, who so there's a guy. A, there's a guy a on a bike that who looks like he's about to die, and you're like what two miles from the border? Like I can't imagine what that guy was doing. You have to cut that out too, Aaron. <laughs> I'll tell you what he was doing. He was riding a bike. Tell you what, they're not so, sending our best. <laughs> so you're telling me this guy was a poison skittle? <laughs> what? Wow! Uh, I missed mark that. It. What? What? Timestamp. <laughs> the timestamp. I can't. I can't. And keep now it it's time for Cole gets racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like we used to have to run to <laughs> catch our food There's and to like. Through. There's so many segments when you guys record this that I didn't know existed. This is great. Like hidden is tracks. This getting, is this getting to talk about vinyl at some point? So like vinyl evolved we've evolved past People the point jog. where we okay. have to physically work hard. Like our lives have become better in the sense that survival is We don't chase easy. our food. Survival is easy now. Yeah. And and not only that, but our even our like For white people is even our day to day labor is not in general is not manually intensive to the point where it's for uh, white people especially <laughs> well you know like a lot of non-white people too but yeah statistically speaking yeah you probably white got people. a point yeah um and it's it's like the same but then like people think oh i i really w- i need to be able to i need to make my life harder like i need to manufacture white white people especially i need to manufacture Precisely. uh trials in my life because otherwise right. <laughs> my life is just too easy and it's the same way like like CDs and and digital music are better oh that's where you're going with this but I like but it's it. like we've okay. gotten to a point where music sounds so good that it's like yeah but I'd rather like it's too easy to have like a million hours of music just in my pocket I'd rather have this format that like was the best format we could come up with at the time but is completely out of date and is not practical at all I'd rather have this thing that I can't take in my car or you know anywhere else. It forces have to have me a, to listen one place. I literally have to have a piece of furniture to support this format, and uh, it's basically just this further like making our life harder because our lives have become too easy. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I'm right. right? Um, that's maybe part of it. I think the bigger thing is just the people um, are idiots. People, people are idiots, but in a specific Whoa. way. So our generation, when I say our generation, uh, I millennials. mean, I mean older millennials, people who are like mo- yeah. at the edge of millennialism or between millennials and Gen, Gen X. XY. Generation XY, who not that there's anything wrong with that, who <laughs> okay are <laughs> there's like so okay. little usable who, uh, content. 
in this episode. So we're 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 nostalgic for things that we never had. Hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So okay. for example, the eighties, right? Most people who care who are like obsessed with the eighties were barely alive or not at all. Um Yeah. Totally. It, and the same thing is like like camping, like we want to live in the woods and like. It's the same reason we, we would like that. wear bell bottoms or whatever. Like you yeah, know, yeah. in an ironic way. Yeah, so like we're like we long for a time when things were simpler because we think it was better back then. But, but it, it obviously really wasn't. wasn't. Like people died of a no, lot yeah. more stuff than It was they do demonstrably now. worse. Like people yeah. talk about how like cancer is this epidemic and it's like, yeah, that's because you used to just die of like an ear infection. <laughs> and now <laughs> you don't anymore, you know. Right. Yeah. No more cholera. Guys, I'm a medical professional. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about white cholera or blue cholera? <laughs> So mm-hmm. cassettes are coming back. I can't wait. Cassettes yeah, are even exactly. worse. <laughs> cassettes are worse than records in some ways. Oh, totally. The, because, well, like, in what? In all of the in ways? In all the ways, ways, yes. In, in a lot, lot of ways, ways. yeah. yeah like in, in literally every way. <laughs> cassettes, like, the only, the only thing, thing they have going is, like, portability. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, the, in some ways, they're more durable in the sense that, like, the actual recording surface is somewhat protected, but... Like if you just leave it alone, it degrades over time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where a rec, where a vinyl is also, pretty stable, you know, unless there's something. Stacked it's like on top warbly. Heated. The other thing is, no one, no one has like a high quality tape deck no. anymore. You yeah, know? like and people, also you like, can I get had some. I threw them out record like player. two days before like they became popular again. <laughs> They Do you were remember like in my dad's garage? Yeah. Like, Do you remember buying? Full disclosure: and... I was I was in a band who who released songs on cassette tape and i'm not proud of it but it did happen like recently yeah yeah like oh, wow three or four years ago oh okay and then i just kind of got kicked out of that band that was defunct and erased oh, my yeah. my statue tell was that, torn down story, so to speak i know it's just a little anecdote but it's so funny to me. they they, wait, t- wait, wait. they tore down my statue i get it should now we... <laughs> yeah you were the it loser it does not feel good should we but Can I do remember being in that band. Next episode, there will be no next episode, Phil. I'm burning this podcast to the ground when we're done. I'm like, uh, I, no, I'm like, it's a good I'm story. The it's no longer, to like go through this. The... Is, this is no longer what? an episode. It is just what was that? Some, some guys just talking. Was that like the so old, here's what uh, happened? The Huns that would like burn the bridges behind them so that you know nobody could chase. No, them. that was um, that's a, a legend about Cortez. Oh yeah, exactly. He burned the ships. That's a different thing, I guess. He burned the ships when they landed so that no one could return yeah. home. Whoa. Just like in that Thrice song. That's What a baller move. Right? Yeah. It's like so messed up, though. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, remember I told you you, could, you would be back to your wife at some point? Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Better like find if, a new wife, I guess. Unless... Unless we you win are this all, war, you are all like, each other's even wives. Even if we now. win this war, then it's still going to be an ordeal for you to like find yeah. her again. You're going to have to build a ship. Yeah. Like chances <laughs> are you're going to die. But even if you live, it, I just made it really inconvenient for you to go back to your life. <laughs> so I was in this band. Well, let me take a step back and give you some background. Okay. My brother-in-law was in this band okay. with this guy. And it was like a hardcore metal, whatever, something band. Um, 
They had Sounds moderate awesome. success, like <laughs> me, like mild, like low level success, right? Um. So although, anyway, although did you tune your guitar? Because that's important. I wasn't. No, I wasn't in that band. Oh, okay. They tuned. I believe they tuned to drop A. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Dorks. Drop A. I know they had seven. I, they had seven strings that were, seven string guitars that were like tuned extra low. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so drop A would be that would just be like a seven string guitar in drop D essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So they did that, um, and they may have gone down to like drop G at some point. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> It, it that was one of my me. favorite rappers too. I had one of their CDs too. Oh, man. Drop, drop G, Velvet yeah. Devoe. I, uh, I have a theory G, about man, I have a theory about it. that track was off the chain. Extended <laughs> tunings too. Like if you have to, if you have to tune super low to sound heavy, then you're not heavy. You're not cool, dude. Like if you can't, if you can't sound tough and Freaking hard in like drop D, fire. then. What are you doing with your life? It's artificial. It's yeah. like cupping the microphone. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me you're more hardcore than Pantera? Yeah, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Exactly. With the legend of the rent. So here's what happened. Hardcore. So anyway, they had this band, right? And then the the bass player decided that he wanted the bass player from that band. Like after they kind of dissolved, he's like, "Oh, I want to start a new band." Uh-huh. Um, but he's like, "I just want, I want it to be like lower, like not crazy, like not metal, but like." Like rock, like indie rock, whatever. So, my brother-in-law and I, I got recruited. (laughs) We wrote songs. This dude wrote lyrics and sang. Uh And then we wrote other songs, recorded them, etc. And we had, we had two, we had like, um, two like EPs that we made. So, (laughs) so that was like three years ago when we stopped. Recently, the, the bass player guy who is the singer in the other band um he he started posting stuff like oh pay like we're coming back on the facebook page on the fa- on the facebook and page, like you yeah, never really yeah. had much success to speak of right like no no it was very minor like it was fun but we didn't like do anything. like the chances that that anyone out there was like <laughs> champing at the bit for a comeback is are slim to oh none. my god it's they're slim. coming yeah. back uh. yeah so so he does and then but so so then he did that, and then he said, "So I forget what happened." So then he posted like, "Oh, here's the thing: like, support my band because we have this thing like on this new Australian website or whatever." So I go there, and I click on it, and it's a song that I wrote, like all the music to, and and some of the lyrics, and like recorded it, and then he like did vocals on it. But he's like, "Oh, Hideaway is like these three people and." It's him and two other guys that weren't in the band at all ever. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's like, "But we have, but we have a new name." He's like, "We used to be called this, but now we're called something else. I forget what they're called now." But <laughs> I was like, "But the best part you just kicked me out of the band that that doesn't even exist anymore. You yeah. resurrected the band. The best part to kick us out you and never, change yeah. the name of it. He never said a word to you. He never said a word to you. But oh, yeah. tell the best part though. No." What's the best part? That he just randomly removed you as an admin from that page, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then changed yeah. the band name. I, so that's how I, that's how I started. Start, I got removed a notification that first, said, "You have been removed. you've been removed as an admin." Exactly. <laughs> that's like that's how, how I picture. Know. That's how I picture this podcast ending. Like the first person that gets kicked <laughs> off, you're just gonna log in one day, and it's like, "Oh, that's weird. I was removed as an admin." <laughs> well, that's strange. From the gear Sorry, slum. Cole. It's a it's a coup de me. I have 
Exactly. A cold d'etat. It was a it was a cold. So here's the question I want to ask you guys. Band. What band? <laughs> what band? Thank you for laughing band, at my yes. joke. <laughs> that was amazing. It's the greatest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> it was like this. Hey, we're getting the band back together, but you're not invited. <laughs> Yo, you totally just robot voted, voiced right there. Uh, it wasn't funny. Like it's one like the listeners will hear the it. The weird <laughs> it would be one thing if it was like, "Oh, there's this this band was really popular." And so I'm trying to right, capitalize. Right. But, like, what is he hoping to capitalize from? And what was the name of the band? <laughs> it was called Hideaway. Well, yeah, like, that's not a great name for a band. No, like, it's, it's not called... terrible, no, but it's, it's not, certainly it's not, not like, great. worth resurrecting just to keep the name, you know? No. It, he changed the name. He changed the oh. name. He changed what, the name. What, the reason he did he it. He resurrected is... the band said, we're back, but we're changing our name. And, and only which one is, person is Which is same. literally... This what that's what you call starting a new band. Well, yeah, that's yeah, all right, it is. Except, but, it's, except it's all all new members and also a new name. Also, <laughs> he's stealing that's a, guys songs. That's not the same. That's band. what it is. It's about the songs, and he's too lazy to write his own songs. That's why. Look, I got I got a but new like, band. I need this, material. I'm stealing. I'm stealing like, my friend's material. If, if he were to just <laughs> make a new page from scratch. In, invite the people who are actually in the band and just like keep playing those songs and heck even just upload those songs again like nobody would ever notice but that's so much nobody more. would yeah, ever yeah. say a word I mean, <laughs> this is so random it's so much it's more. Funny. Oh, man. it's so much easier <laughs> to all just that work. remove Aaron from as an admin as and an change admin. the name that's yeah. the easiest I wonder, way I wonder if he removes I like even have other to people ask him for the songs too. that way <laughs> Hideaway isn't a terrible I mean, I name, don't care. though. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Except if you search Hideaway music, like the thing that comes up is some, um, some like rock bar in Japan. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Called the Hideaway. It's even better now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like band so, names. And so we, <laughs> we would always get people liking the page when it was like <laughs> pretty obvious they they thought they were liking the page of that bar. <laughs> That's like all the people who come to 60 Cycle Home and try to sell cycling jerseys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine it started like a, uh, a joke rap group, and he added me to it. We've never recorded anything or actually even written or or practiced anything. And he just calls it – it's called the Sofa Kings. So we have our own Facebook page and everything. <laughs> but I guess there's like a cover band somewhere, somewhere like in the uh, – in, in the Midwest, called the Sofa Kings. So every now and again, we'll get an ad and like people like messaging us. Oh, saying, you're the best. <laughs> when are you guys playing again? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. But yeah, the Sofa King. The Sofa Kings. <laughs> that was like that. There was a band in Utah called Stretch Armstrong. Maybe I've talked about this, bef- like right before the band in California that was much more popular. Oh, I was gonna say that was oh, like oh, also really called that Stretch band? Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. And, plus, uh, are they from California? Plus, there was that breakout toy. I don't know. Well, they were na- that was named after <laughs> the band. Yeah, toy. <laughs> yeah, the toy. The toy was named after that. It was actually modeled after the lead singer. He would. <laughs> yeah. He would just sing in just uh just like uh, bikini briefs, nothing bikini else. briefs and, and a midriff and was, shirt. Yeah, and his body was completely shaved. He was actually uh, he, he practiced contortion. Oh yeah, he, he did actually have a midriff one of, shirt. One of Aaron's one of Aaron's students, blonde mullet. Oh, the contortionist. The contortionist, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I have two interesting facts. I'm a contortionist <laughs> in my free time, and also there was a toy in the 90s named after me, and two bands. <laughs> one was a ska band, one was kind of a ska band. That's just for your information, Mr. Abubo. <laughs> kind of a ska band? I don't even know what the, what the main st- the the <laughs> band in Utah was a ska band. I don't know what the other was. The other band like a hardcore band. They were like a hard hardcore straight edge band. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. kind of ska, I hands. guess. I I mean, it's yeah. not ska at all, but there are some hardcore ska bands. Though I guess you know. It's true. It's still not ska at all. Like you're so guys, sorry. you're not. So here's the question I want to ask you. Um, what is a band that you used to like a lot that now you like can't you think is not good? Corn. <laughs> really? You liked corn? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Corn is delicious. What else? I like I've never liked, liked corn the band. Uh, Creed. My own prison. Okay. I listen to that C D a lot. Well let me ask let me change the question. Let me modify the question. I don't think they're bad now though. Yeah, see that's what's the band that you I, used I, I would agree. What's the band that you used to like that you think is not that good anymore, but it like makes you sad that you don't like it anymore? Corn. Uh, that is a good question. Corn. <laughs> Phil wants to play and drop a <laughs> DC talk. I'll shame on you. <laughs> Honestly, Green Day for me probably. You, like, like you don't like them now, or like listening to the old stuff, bad. you don't like it. You, you think that they're I bad now? I don't. I don't like them anymore, and I wonder if it's just because like Billy Joe is so annoying outside of his music. But but do you not like? But like, do you not like the stuff that you used to like, or do you I just not like? I think I still do, now? but it makes me listen to it less. Like it makes me want to okay. listen to it less. So uh, I used to be like really into the Misfits. <laughs> dude and like i just can't get into it now yeah. like it's just so but that one i'm not sad that i don't like anymore because i listen to the misfits now and it's like why did i ever like these people yeah i mean like the sound of it is still kind of cool but like i don't know they're just so cheesy and the singing is so bad on most songs like oh i love the singing <laughs> i still like the singing i still like danzig's voice yeah it's I so like it dramatic but I mean, you don't have to like it. I just do. But I'm not proud of it. Mother. Um, what about you, Jimmy? <laughs> Me? Oh, um, it's weird. I, the only one I can think of is like a band that I liked, and then like they just kind of dropped off the face of the earth for me. I just absolutely couldn't stand them for a little while, and now it's like I go back and listen to like their very newest stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is all right. But like, there's like this almost like a uh, mid scoop of, of their discography. Is it Weezer? No, it was, it's actually <laughs> MXPX. I was going to say MXPX. I I'm kind of the same way. Everything before like at life in general and, and before I absolutely loved. And then slowing the, slowly okay. going the way of the Buffalo came out and I couldn't stand the way it was produced. And I yeah, really wasn't a big fan weird. of the writing and they, I just had a really f- a big falling out with them and, didn't start listening to them again until like, like I was gonna see them again. What's a better lyric? I super like that okay album. I'm okay and you're okay. Like everyone's okay. That's a cover song. Did you know that? Oh, it is really. Of well, that, who? that actually sort of fully re- fully redeems it. So there, they there was another band that Mike and Tom were both in called the Cooties, Cooties. and the Cooties actually recorded. They're such nerds. I'm okay. You're okay. 
Yeah. First, yeah. before before it was on the MXPX album. That makes it a little bit cooler. I think there's a and lot the of version I think is a lot of better. punk bands. Um, I know I can think of a few bands off the top of my head that like I love their music in the '90s, and then they sucked in the 2000s, and then they've come out with recent CDs that are really good. Like Strung Out put out a really good CD recently. Face to Face put out a good CD. Weezer is a great example of that because mm-hmm. like their four or five middle CDs are just garbage. Yep, but their last two CDs are pretty decent. And I wonder like what, I don't know, maybe you like go, like you get some, you reach some level of fame where you want to go in a different direction. And then you eventually just give in to all your fans that are like, just play your old stuff. Cause we hate your new stuff. Or you just yeah. break up like the get up kids were like the great example of that, that like their early stuff is some of my favorite music ever. And then their last couple CDs were terrible. And then they just broke up instead of ever. Are they still again? I don't know. Making music? I don't think so. But then again, maybe uh, no, because the, the lead singer, the lead singer did like uh, New Amsterdam. So is that him? Yeah. And he did a couple other things, I think. He did well. So I just saw. Um, I've seen this. I've never seen the Get Up Kids. But I've seen Reggie and the Full Effects twice. Okay. Um, I like Reggie and the Full which Effects. Which is weird. I still, I <laughs> yeah, still they're crazy. I still like them, and, I don't, and I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, I I'm like them too. And <laughs> they had that, that album, um, The Lord of the Bling. Lord uh-huh. of the Hill. And like, it was all just jokes about that. <laughs> well, I didn't um, vote for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't vote for kings. <laughs> um. So what was I saying? Oh, so um, Rob Pope, who was in the Get Up Kids, he now plays bass with Spoon. Oh, serious? Yeah. So I've seen like almost all the members of the Get Up Kids like separately. Yeah, just to- but I've never seen the Get Up Kids <laughs> in their separate bands. I've seen yeah. the Get Up Kids <laughs> a few times, and they're like they're good. I-, I saw them when Guilt Show came out, and they mostly just played stuff from Guilt Show, and it. It was that. Uh, it was like that way to an extreme where everyone, like people in the crowd, were actually booing by the end yeah. because they weren't playing enough good songs, you know. So I saw I saw Reggie and the Full Effect once opening for um, Alkaline Trio at Soma in San Diego, and they they did their cover of Slayer's Rain and Blood. Oh, nice! And it was yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, it was so good. And then I just saw them like a year and a half ago with. Um, it was Saves the Day was doing the 15th anniversary of um, Through Being Cool. That's another thing that's, like, popular now is, like... Yeah, it was terrible. Just playing the... And did they just play the whole CD, like, as the set? They played it through, and then they did, like, a regular set afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And the regular set... Like, they're cool. Now. Like, they're a different band now. So playing those old songs when they were written by, like, a 13-year-old, it's, like, painful. Yeah, the Atari <laughs> is really, the same thing. It was really bad. Like, the lyrics are just terrible. So that part was, like, like this is kind of boring. Um, but th- then they're good. Their new guitar player, Arun, is really good. And then, who was that other band? Say Anything. It was the 10th anniversary of some album they did. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I left early. They suck. Which is like, again, that's that's like a confirmation that they're basically just giving in to like, okay, all right, our yeah, fans yeah. that are we actually supporting left. us. Like, there's probably fans of our yeah. newer music, but it's not. it hasn't caught on nearly to the level that right. our early music did. So, like, we might as well just give in to peer pressure and... They couldn't they survive want. without the other people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's just simply not working that they're not writing anything really good or relevant, you know? What's yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because, like, for the Saves the Day specifically, I think their writing is probably some of the best stuff that they've ever done. Yeah. But it, I don't think they have, like, they're just not part of the scene that would make them popular enough now. Right. Well, I'm, lear- to rely I'm on more that, referencing so. the fact that, um, what's it, Say Anything? I mean, 10th anniversary? Like, yeah, they're nothing. No one cares about them. What the, what the hell? What's a band that you ought, that you used to hate and now you like? The Police. Interesting. I love The Police now. And but you used to not up, like I, them? I used, to, part I of used that? to not be able, like, I really wasn't into them at all. I didn't know what, what to think about them. I just... Do you cover many of their songs? I, um, I mean, like, is that part of what led to you liking them again? No, no, actually, um, uh, I, I actually got a job at a uh, bakery, and the uh, and my boss was like really into the police, and he had like, um, he kind of had a best of the police CD that I just play on repeat, and I ended up just like <laughs> really getting into the music, like actually listening to it, and like, wow, this is really well written. Like, mm. why didn't I like these guys? This is awesome. So. I've, I've kind of gone through the same thing with you two. And I think part of it is because I still I still can't really sit down and listen to a U2 CD, really. But I can at least say, like, oh, that's why they were insanely popular. Like, these are actually mm. really good songs. But I was too, you know. I minimal. really like acting baby i think that's a super good album i think part of it is because i hated them so much initially that i never had a chance to get burned out on it where there's like there's other bands where i loved them so much that i would get burned out on them and now like it makes me less likely to go back and listen you know yeah so it's like you're almost fresh listening to these cds that are 30 years old but they were like the Mm -hmm. best music in the world at the time or whatever or the most popular at least Speaking of the police, when I was in high school, um, I the first time I heard that song, Roxanne, mm. um, a friend of I was I was with a friend of mine and he's like, oh yeah, this song's cool. It's Bob Marley, <laughs> and he was totally serious. What? And I didn't know enough to know that he was wrong, so I believed him. <laughs> so I thought that song was I thought it was he a Bob Marley kidding. song for like several years. No, he he th- actually thought that was true. <laughs> so <laughs> like when I found out it was the police, I was like. Oh yeah, that's weird. <laughs> because oh, that makes, because this that makes makes before, for for our younger viewers, this is before yeah, there you can was look no, things like, up internet. on the internet, like <laughs> yeah. and and find out like that you had friends who were just complete idiots and and yeah, or yeah. liars. Totally, yeah. and, and it was kind a of, great. Like that process happens so much faster now, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. We, exactly. Yeah. Who sings this song? Are you sure it's Bob Marley? Doesn't look we like were talking it. about that a couple a couple weeks ago because we were at a lake uh, for a week and we didn't have cell phone reception the whole time. <laughs> and yeah, you'd get into arguments, and then it's like, well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> like because we can't can't verify, and it's like, yeah, maybe it's better that way. <laughs> maybe it's okay to just not know everything in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Wait, so speaking I of Bob Marley, I'm going to look this doing, up, and you're going to be wrong. We're doing a mashup of. Uh, of Pawn Shop by Sublime and No Woman, No Cry. Yeah, I could see that working. And, and we're all very white people. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Extremely white. <laughs> of course, I guess Sublime was. So it was Sublime, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Sublime is, but, <laughs> but yeah. Bob Marley is totally not. Was not. <laughs> was not. I'm sure he Black would appreciate <clears throat> He's rolling in his grave. <laughs> so Listening to us. Cole, you probably don't know this name. I don't. Uh, Jimmy and Aaron, I'm not sure if you'll know this band um, called Christafari. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, band. yeah. I, remember, I do remember that. <laughs> no, I prefer. That was so ridiculous. I prefer uh, Mephiscopheles. <laughs> okay, so they're still around, as far as I know, but they're like doing who Mephiscopheles like worship or music now. No, Christafari. Okay, are they cool. just doing normal reggae now? Oh, check this out. You know what they call themselves? No. Musicianaries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh god, it hurts. <sighs> so Cole. <laughs> that's like blasphemous. That's like Cole, that's like <laughs> Cole, taking the Lord's name in vain. Christ Safari. Christ Safari musician. So it's like you're going on a so Christ they, Safari. So it fits. It's, it's not probably, Christ Safari. It's like Rastafari. I know, like Rastafari, right. but still, like it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like the name of a kid's uh, cartoon or something, <laughs> like Dora the Explorer. But it's the it's the Christian version, and she goes, she, she takes you on Safari. a Christ Safari. Okay, but here's the best part. Here's the best part. The the I don't know how many <laughs> members of the band. I know at least the main singer. I, um, when I was living in uh, uh, Torrance and Redondo Beach, down outside of L.A. What I learned is that Christafari, the main dude, was from uh, Palos Verdes, which is like the super rich neighborhood up on the hill. Yeah, yeah. That's where the guy grew up. <laughs> he moved away for a couple years. Grew some dreads. Grew some dreads and started a Christian band that played <laughs> reggae music. And he's from like arguably one of the richest areas on the planet you could probably make the argument that palos verdes is one of the one of the richest you know per capita like yeah yeah totally and and <laughs> and all their songs are exactly what you would expect with the name like christ afari they're it's they're like a ska the band definition <laughs> of appropriation absolutely yes. yeah absolutely <laughs> oh oh That's and here's awesome. the best part here's the best part between songs I don't know if you've seen them live, guys. No. Between oh, I songs. Haven't. I haven't. On Phil. accident, yes. They speak. He, you have. He speaks nice. with a um, Jamaican accent. No. Yes, he does. Oh, no. It is painful. No. That's almost as bad as singing Nacho Libre songs. It with is a, Mexican a accent. character. Yes. It is. Can you imagine if, if someone on the podcast would do that? Like, I don't know, like an Austrian accent or something? Like, that would be, <laughs> oh, that'd be irresponsible. <laughs> okay, but... You're yeah, doing it. You're not a joke. We're not no. making a podcast that's <laughs> trying to appeal to Austrian people. It's true. Or trying to appeal to white people because <laughs> of how so cool bad. Austrian yeah, people are. White people that love Austrian <laughs> yeah, culture. <right. laughs> oh, that's amazing. And you're not you're not trying to pull a fast one on anybody. That's the difference. No. Like you're not like pretending Who's not? No, it's clearly a joke. Heidi, Everyone knows it. Heidi Klum. Wait, what's a joke? Heidi Klum. When we have her as a guest on the on the podcast. Yeah, when she comes on, I mean that's she her own try to volition. Make jokes sometimes. I mean they don't always We don't like make her come on. Heidi Klum is trying to be funny when she comes on the podcast. That's what I'm saying. And the yes. Christ Safari yeah. guy is not trying to be <laughs> funny. Aren't, no. aren't we all? <laughs> that's yes. the joke. <laughs> um, I have you one more other thing I wanted to mention. 
before we leave, <laughs> if we're leaving soon. Oh, I got that's um, the I recently... joke today. I was so angry at you, Jimmy, by the way. I recently received a box with a stop box in it. What are you talking about? Delete. I recently received a box mm-hmm. with a stop box in it. Okay. Oh. And should I tell people what it is? First, let me tell you, I recently received a box uh, with many stomp boxes in it, and it also had a knife in it. So shout out. Thanks for the knife. <laughs> so now, now get to yours. Thanks, other other Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. So go for it, Aaron. Mine came from a builder who he said he wanted us to look at this pedal and try it out and talk about it. So we have it here. It's called the, how do you say this? Canalia. Here, I'm going to. I'm going to paraphrase Lil Wayne mm. and say, real G's come silent like Canalia. <laughs> okay. What does the Lil Wayne um, song from say? Lolly- lasagna? I hope it says lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna. Does it really? Real G's come silent like lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Is <laughs> that a mashup you did with Garfield? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So I have a, a Canalia in my hand from Lolly Geiger FX. Um, Sean Wright, who listens to our podcast. He told me recently he's a big fan. Um, he sent it to me, and I played it like a minute today, but not much. So there will be stuff so probably in the group. I'll probably do some live now. streams. Yeah, um, it's very blue. It looks wooden. The wood shines through the blue, and it's massive. It is. How heavy you were saying that size? was like that was the thing that struck you initially was. How yeah, it's large huge. It I mean. Yeah, because I guess the knobs are kind of a little bit bigger, too, so it looks proportional. I mean, it looks really nice, but it's definitely big. <laughs> like, it's does not, it, does it it's feel not friendly to a... my small pedal board. How, it's how like far the opposite, do you want to go into this conversation? It's like the opposite of Chase Bliss pedals. No, it weighs it weighs about as much as, like, a regular pedal. Hmm. Hmm. I would think it would be Like, lighter, I expect it to be like, heavier, but... Because, like, wood isn't as dense as metal, you know? Yeah, but it's but bigger, it so it probably evens out. Metal. It has to be thicker to be structurally sound, though. Yeah, because he doesn't. Yeah, add, so it's it's like a two piece thing. So on the inside, right? The he top part add, that's like, like carved out is attached to like the rest of the frame. That's not so you. Can, it's it's definitely like top heavy, um, but yeah, it's shielded. It's just like painted shielding inside. Yeah, yeah. There's no metal in there other than wire. I'm excited to hear what you think. My like, it's cool. My, it's interesting so far. My tendency is to be like uh, turned off by it. Like my initial, yeah, yeah. My initial reaction, my gut reaction, is because you know it's like this really fancy looking flame maple, that's right, right. You know, flame wood of whatever it is. Uh, that's yeah. Like it looks like a like a PRS kind of. It does. It's yeah. it's in that like vein of like um, flame top kind of stuff. Yeah. Which other people do too. It's not exclusive to PRS, but yeah, but that's what um, you usually think. Yeah. yeah so like it, 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 it it does, and I agree. I thought that too, and I kind of. I mean, I'm still not super into the box, but but I'm not that concerned about it. But at the same time, like, why do you like? Why do you care what a pedal looks like, anyways? Like, as long as it's you know, also yeah. you're gonna step on it. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, I know. That I know. That's what I think too. Like <clears throat> that that concerns me. 
Can we do like a failure? Test, um, he like, did. A, where you he did a video where he did a video where he like he ran over it in his car. Was it like on Napoleon Dynamite and he ran over it and it just like. No, crushed. it was like he like <laughs> crushed. He like reversed like, onto oh, it and like God. stopped on it, I think. But it seems pretty sturdy. I don't think it's going to break from. I would be more worried about it like chipping as you when you're throwing it around and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like I'm sure it's way more sturdy breaking. than, say, an electro harmonics pedal. Like, yeah, yeah. You're totally. much more likely to punch through the top of one of those, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's interesting because it has it has an on off switch and a bypass switch. Yeah, I was I was gonna which, ask about which that. Which is super confusing. So I took me a second to figure it out, but what it is, it is it has has pre and post levels on it, and that's the on off, and then the bypass like introduces a a second gain stage to it. So it's like a. Uh, so it has like a dirt knob that you can. It's like a preamp that you can like choose whether or not to have the the overdrive portion in it too so it's like the opposite of a kilt where like or like a lot of dual like like there's a ton of dual pedals where you have your drive yeah pedal yeah that has right. all of the tweakability on the drive pedal and then right a clean boost. has a boost into it yeah that's it is like the opposite it's like a preamp that's boost a cool with the idea introduced though. into the drive yeah it's definitely supposedly different um i forget what he said but it's all like it's not based on like op amps take, or take on a tube screamer type of thing. Yeah, it's not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, it's the opposite of that, and it's I don't know. What's the opposite so of a I tube think it's screamer? Be fun to play with a metal zone, <laughs> like yeah, a yeah. I don't know, Klon? even tied H nine or something. Just not, not that. Yeah, it's cool though. I looked inside; it looks great. It's all like it's just on like two turrets, and it's like point to point wiring, basically. But you know, like how you would on an amp. Yeah, like board. it's like it's not a printed circuit board type thing. It's like a yeah, it's not a circuit board, but it's not like freestanding wiring. Yeah, where yeah. It's just literally components soldered to each other. But yeah, it's cool. I'll post some pictures online in yeah. the next few days. I'll, I'll be interested to surrounding see the episode. Um, I'll probably play with it a little bit and then see if you guys want it. I'll send it to one of you and then. So yeah. So speaking of, I got Half. this whole lot of. <laughs> did, you, did you say pass? Phil, yeah. Phil literally never wants hey, to try um, anything I, that I, people want him to try. I will try it on Phil's behalf. <laughs> <laughs> also, Phil is dying, so this really I, might be. This really we've been is recording it. for two weeks at this point, yeah. and Phil is fading fast. <laughs> he sounds like the guy in the pit of Poor despair, guy. you know. <laughs> I yeah, it must be first, like when he first starts talking. <laughs> I hope I'm not getting what my yeah. wife had. That would really suck. Is that? I don't think Wait. that's contagious. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Do you guys live in the same house? I don't think so. I don't usually think it's those like germs will go or anything. back and forth. You don't sleep in the same room, do you, Phil? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. You nobody like, touched. Nobody does that. It's any or twenty seventeen together or anything? Like Who sleeps in the same room? <laughs> so <laughs> technically, lips are not an or lips are a sphincter. Oh. What? Whoa! Yeah, your okay. mouth is a sphincter. I've never really thought of it that way. Whoa! Time stamp. So, so one of the pedals, <laughs> one of the pedals I got in that box, then the knife box that I got is uh, is the Strymon. Speaking of Strymon, it's the Strymon River. Oh, speaking of which, my new my new band is called Murder Knife. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say that is knife a good. Box. That is a good name. So, Thanks, Phil. so the Riverside, I was messing with it. I was basically just. Uh, plugging all the pedals in first just to make sure they all worked and messing with them a little bit. But the Riverside is really cool. Like I didn't, 
uh, I liked it more than I wanted to, probably. So I know the that yellow one or the red one? The yellow one. The yellow There's only one sunset. color of Riverside. That's right. No, the red one is the sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, sim- they're similar, though, right? So one is... They're similar because they're both Strymon and they're both drives. Yeah, okay the the sunset stops. is I think like feature wise they're similar too, but they're not like no. The so the riverside either. the riverside is like basically just supposed to like hit the whole spectrum of drive from like boost to distortion. Yeah, yeah. and then the river or the the sunset actually like has emulation of of specific other like specific pedals. That's right. Okay, I just remember people were kind of uh, so it's more like a modeling like thing. The, the uh, the gold one for a while yeah because it was the first one that dropped and then of course you know, the yeah sunset yeah. dropped and they were, everybody was losing their mind yeah which so. seems like the sunset is the one that appeals least to me the, the sunset is like a dual overdrive so you each channel is like a different overdrive i think the riverside is like an overdrive and just one and then it has like a favorite switch or something yeah it has a favorite mm-hmm. switch and then you can also control like it has an expression input and, and it's yeah, that's the right. feature yeah. the feature, feature set awesome. is really cool and like i don't know part of me like i have so many cool drive pedals um already that i didn't want to like just this boring strymon one that you know is it's not generic but it's you know you know what i'm saying it's not this cool yeah, one yeah. that's like, oh, I know the guy who made this, or you know, right, right. something like that, and and so that's I such a of... funny thing too because Strymon is still like a pretty small company. I know exactly. Like they're they're really popular, but they're popular among a very small group of people, you know. Yeah. Like, and they all just but... happen to be on our friends lists. Yeah, exactly. All the <laughs> those people, yeah, exactly. Orin Jatipwa. So the Riverside's <laughs> cool. The uh the the bellwether is another one that I is cooler than I uh than I expected it or I liked it more than I expected. That one to. is uh a that's a delay, right? That's a walrus delay, yeah. It's like a pretty big box uh yeah. delay. It seems cool. It doesn't have like a ton of presets or anything, but it has a bunch of options and, and uh I'm pretty sure it's analog. Yeah, it's a it's a bucket brigade type mm-hmm. of delay. Um But yeah, it's it's, it's so the difference between that and something else, something like the Panther Cub, is that it has more control over modulation, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's like taking the yeah, that's sort of the direction it went down. It's almost like the it almost goes in a similar direction as the Deco, mm. which was another. Oh, did you get one of those too? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that one much. But I'll, I feel I'll like that fully... one's super subtle, but if you use it, like, yeah. if it's the pedal that you want, then it's like really good. I'll fully admit that's that what that's the like, impression that I get. That's my own, uh, you know, lack of knowledge about what I would even want to do with a pedal like that, you know. Right. Um. So yeah. Hmm. That's cool. That's about it. That's cool. It sounds neat. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm genuinely thinking about getting a Riverside. And I'm also thinking about getting an ES5 and selling the MS3. So that's all. Hmm. Oh, you're thinking about <laughs> trading for ES5? sell the MS3? I don't know. You have a time into it. What's that? You have a Riverside. Yeah. You're keeping a Riverside. Let, uh, maybe. I don't know. So let me ask you this about the MS3. How, <clears throat> how attached are you to the effects in it? I'm not like I haven't been blown away. 
I haven't been blown yeah, away yeah. by any of them. And and the more the more I use it, the more I realize like I like the idea of having this like, oh, if I ever need this crazy effect, I'll be able to use it. But then in my time with it, granted, it's only been a few months, but it's like, oh, it turns out I never want to use an octave or uh, whatever, you know. Right. Um, so maybe I just don't need that, you know. Like, maybe I don't need I feel a random like, tone generator. I feel like if you had a giant, like a giant. <laughs> I do need a random tone generator. A giant studio board or something, and then you wanted just like a quick portable thing to take out like once every once in a while. Yeah, like a I had a lot of money that the MS3 would be cool for that. Like, I think. I think maybe an ES5 and a Mobius is more what I want because I really liked most of the effects. Most of the effects on the Mobius, I would turn them on and really enjoy them right from the get-go, and I haven't really been blown away by anything in the MS3, although I don't have any complaints about the effects either. They're just They're just fine. up on Mobius. Kind of, yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, once you've tasted that quality of a of an effect, though, I mean, the Mobius is pretty pretty rock solid. I mean, for yeah. what it does, it and it does everything really, really well. Right. Yeah, and honestly, like I think I underestimated how because uh, how good it was. Yeah, because I'm always the one that's like, well, you can't like you get hung up on the subtleties between pedals and like, oh, if I A B these two pedals, I can tell a slight difference, and it's like, well, who's yeah, ever yeah. doing that? But, like, even in a real-world scenario, like, I like the the phaser mm. on the Mobius more than I like it on yeah. the MS3, you know, and things mm. like that. So Interesting. So, and I don't know. Is that – do you think part of that's, like, parameters or – Totally. I'm sure, like – Just I, the algorithm So, I want to give it enough time to – and I just uh, – the, the editor finally came out, so they – so you can, like, edit everything on your computer. And like, you just hook up the oh, MS3 cool. to your computer, and you can edit it all on there, and – um, I think that'll make it easier to tweak around this stuff, but yeah, um, yeah so I think I want to buy a timeline. Yeah, yeah. Question: Is it <laughs> is it so is it more of a subtlety that you can no hear the difference like live, or is it more like a subtlety like it feels different when you're playing through it? I hear the difference more live. Like it seems right. like all the effects when I'm playing with my band on the Mobius sounded good and they don't necessarily on the MS3 for some mm. reason. Gotcha. And I, I can't, I don't know what to chalk that up to, you know? Right. And so, so we'll see. I'll keep messing with it. And, uh, you don't have to chalk it up to anything. You can keep track digitally. Now we don't need to use chalk anymore. No. <laughs> Speaking of which I taught a just class you, last semester in a room with just a chalkboard and it was the worst six weeks of my life <laughs> yeah dude every like... time i try to write on that chalkboard like i had like palpitations in my heart and like my <laughs> gut clenched up and i literally at least once per class had to like just stop and close my eyes for like two seconds mid word it was awful you know what a chalkboard is it's the vinyl of passe <laughs> it is it's the vinyl i hear a lot of teachers it's are the going vinyl of it. classroom writing exactly <laughs> that's like a huge it's the worst so I used to design warm. I used to design a lot of schools, like the AV for schools, and it's a, like a huge debate with educators. A lot of older educators like only want chalkboards. They do not want dry erase or that's any kind why? of why like, it's smart, so stupid or any smart board or anything. Because I could see like being I could see being averse to like a smart classroom kind of thing totally, where it's yeah. like but like a whiteboard is better. Like, 
Like that's it's the same as a chalkboard, but less crappy. And if Listen. unless you have like some very specific like lung condition where the you know the chemicals and the dry erase hurt you yeah. or something. There's less mess. And if you have that, it's sort easier. Of, sort of problem, Listen, you're probably having a problem with the the dry. It doesn't in 19, sound in terrible. In 1987, I bought five cases of chalk, <laughs> and I'm oh, still oh, trying to get through <laughs> it. <laughs> Have you been writing on a chalkboard for the last oh hour, God. Phil? Is that why you sound like that? No, he's Phil's been out back die. cleaning the cleaning the erasers. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Phil, have you contacted the Campfire Make-A-Wish Foundation yet? <laughs> no. Oh, burn! It's time. Phil, All right, guys. Well, have, that was an episode. If you have mesothelioma, of you might be slump. entitled to compensation. <laughs> if you are if you or a loved one, and you need cash now. <laughs> yeah, call JG Wentworth, it's a sponsor of the show. <laughs> so we want to thank Sinusoid for sponsoring Guys, this. We've all watched daytime garbage TV. dumpster fire of an episode. <laughs> do you want to make more money? Sure, we all do. You have it's diabetes? my money, and I want it now. now. <laughs> We're passing with the general and save some the time. Addiction specialists. <laughs> Hey guys, you know what sinusoid? Do you guys see that one be? where you are? Passages it's Malibu. My, it's my cables, and I need it now. Not <laughs> not they are my cables, and I need them now. Just it's my cables, and I need it now. <laughs> it's my. No, it should be. It's my sound. Give me, and I give me my rope. Give me my rope. Give me my rope. Oh, is that another one? Give me my money. I don't know. Oh, dang it, Aaron. Sinusoid give cables. me my money it back. Matter if you plug them in backwards. And don't, and forget, don't forget to give, give me, me back, back my, my black, black trim arm. My black tech flex. <laughs> Not my black tram arm. Um, Again, that's, know, that goes out it. to one person in our audience. He knows who he is. Um, he's tiptoeing through the tulips. Exactly. Oh, no, sorry. That's, that's Tiny Tim. I was thinking Tiny Jim. Okay, um, guys. Uh, thanks oh. for friendship. <laughs> Thank you, Sinusoid, for sponsoring us. Thanks, Jimmy. Taylor for hanging out with us. All right. Thank you, Phil and Cole, for having a podcast with me. <laughs> and thank you, everyone else, for listening. And thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. <laughs> thanks for friendship. <laughs> that was Death Knife. You can hear them at, at the uh, social next week. <laughs> thanks. That, for, uh, that was a murder knife. <laughs> murder knife. <laughs> murder knife. Dang it, man. They got our name wrong. Uh, All right, Death uh, Knife. We're not Death Knife. Not anymore. No, we're burning. It's O-Neaters. <laughs> <laughs>